In today's stream, we're learning how to be a supervillain with Isabella Papas. What's the most evil thing you've done as a character, and what's the most evil thing you've done in real life? <gasps> That's like one of the best questions I've ever been asked. And the Kid Review returns with Petrol. The plot twist was so unpredictable. And I think it's really important that a film keeps you guessing along the way. Plus, as always, what we like to do is we like to dive into your favourite streaming site and find you things to watch. We have our top five picks for what you have to be watching this week. This is Fun Kids Stream It. Hello. Hey, I'm Robin. And I'm Connor. And this is, of course, Fun Kids Stream It, the home of film and TV. It is packed full of the biggest interviews and the best things for you to watch. Yeah, we've had some super cool guests, haven't we, before? Oh, yeah, some pretty cool ones. The likes of Steve Carell. Oh, yeah. Small name, Jim Carrey too. Mm, casual. And Miranda Cosgrove, why not? Yeah, a bit of iCarly thrown in there. Love that one. And this week, we have a Disney star that's going to be joining us. Wait for it, Connor. Ooh. In the studio. Oh, yeah. First one in the studio. Can't wait. The brilliant Isabella Papas. Pop by Stream It HQ. That sounds posh. Very posh. Yeah, she popped in the other day to say hello and chat about her brand new series, The Villains of Valley View. But before we hear from Izzy, Robin. Oh, no. Do you know what? I feel like I know what you're going to say. Because, of course, each week we take it in turns to test the other person on their film and TV knowledge. And if I was a mind reader, I'd guess that's what Connor was about to say. And also remind you that last week, I absolutely smashed it. I mean, do we need a reminder? I've done so well. I, I knew the answer before you even told me the question. I mind read you. It's so true, but I'm feeling confident this week. Okay, I'm going to ask you this question. You're going to need the whole episode to think about it. I already know it. No, I doubt it. I'm feeling good. What colour yep. is the Lorax? Oh, okay, yeah, I think I am going to need the whole episode. Are you sitting there right now thinking... Uh, what film is that from? What TV is he got? Is he messed up? Do you know what? I wasn't even thinking that. I was actually just going through the color wheel. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not going to help you. But no? good luck. Good luck. <laughs> well, well, I have a little think about it. In the meantime, I reckon we should get into a chat with Isabella Papas about the villains of Valley View. Yeah, this is super cool. The villains of Valley View is about teenage supervillain. Havoc, who stands up to the head of the League of Villains and her family members are forced to change their identities, which sounds like a nightmare to me. I mean, it sounds really fun to me. But the fun thing, they get to relocate to a sleepy Texas suburb. Oh, you love a bit of Texas, don't you? Yeah, let's take a listen. Who's ready for family movie night? This is what ordinary families do. Ugh, ordinary? How do we do ordinary? We're a family of supervillains. Amy, what the... What? Let's try this again. We're the Maddens, a normal family that just moved into the neighborhood. <laughs> Amy, stop it. Remind me where you're from again. Tawasso. Normal? Yeah, no. Jake has super strength. Pretty sweet, huh? Our mom controls electricity. Our dad's a mad scientist. <laughs> and our little brother Colby is a towel. No, wait, a dog. No, wait, a sweater. Yeah, we have some super secrets. Like we're hiding out from supers. And supervillains. <laughs> yeah, I made them really mad. And normies, too. And our neighbor Hartley. We think she might know what's going on. How are my favorite supervillains? Yeah, I totally know what's going on. I mean, they have a secret lair in my grandma's basement. Well, that's a red flag. Now, obviously, an amazing opportunity to be working with Disney. How did that feel when you got that phone call? Oh, it was crazy. I remember I was in a dance lesson 
and I got a FaceTime from my agent and that was how I knew that something good had happened because obviously they don't want to see my face and tell me, <laughs> oh yeah, you haven't got the part. Yeah. No, um, but <laughs> they FaceTimed me and they told me that I got the part and it was just, it was really surreal because at first it was a pilot. So, you know, the episode before they take it to full series. So I was waiting, you know, for that. And at that point, it was just one episode. And then we got the call after I'd filmed that, that it was going to be, you know, a full 20 episode series for Disney. And I think that was just, that was surreal. Yeah, I bet. I bet as well, you kind of have that moment, don't you? Like, oh, it's happening now. Especially when you've kind of gone through the pilot and everything like that. You kind of have that, that switch it up moment. Yeah, 100%. And I think that there were so many little moments of things that happened on that show that were kind of mind-blowing because there's a lot of stuff on Disney that, you know, you watch as a kid and you never imagine yourself being able to do. The expectation's quite high. So, like, you go into it super excited about it and then also in the back of your mind, you're like, this is Disney. You know, like, this is a real thing. How did it compare for you doing film as opposed to all the stage work that you'd previously done, obviously, in your earlier career? Oh, well, I love theater and I actually have said that I think that theater was one of the things that helped me to prepare for this because when you're doing a multicam, it's like you have to do a lot of rehearsal. There's a lot of memorization. They change the script a bunch. So it's kind of similar in that way to, you know, doing a play. You're having to memorize a lot more than you would have to memorize on a single cam show when they can kind of, you know, stop and you can just be fed the line and just say it. It's the script is constantly changing. You have to do it right because of the timing of the jokes. And I mean, it was just also it's high stakes. It's Disney, like you said, you know, I mean, but it I think that theater definitely prepared me for this a lot. And I love theater. Theater is the thing that gives me the most excitement. It gives me the most adrenaline. And yeah, I really want to do another play or a musical again sometime soon for sure. I'm sure you will, for sure. <laughs> I, maybe we could take Havoc to the stage. What do we think? Oh, oh yeah. I like the sound of that. That well, would be great. A bit scary too, though. <laughs> right? Supervillain on stage? I'm going to be very close to those supervillains if I'm watching the audience. You'd need to have like a, a glass screen in between her and the audience, for sure. Okay, so in the show, um, you're forced to take your entire family to Texas. Yes. Okay, so I've got family in Texas. You do? I have family in Texas. Yeah, I've been to Texas a lot. So I've got a question for you. Okay. What would be your taco order if you went to Texas? If you had one potential taco to eat, we're going to have an option here out of fish, chicken, beef and bean, or classic avocado. Okay, well, I already know what mine is because over the summer, over the Christmas break when we were filming this, I went to Texas. Right. We went on a road trip and I got fish tacos. Hey, yeah. fish. <laughs> I knew it was going to be fish. It's got to be fish. If you're not choosing fish tacos, you're doing it wrong. I love fish tacos, especially there's a place that I go in California. I took advantage of the fact that I could go surfing because I used to surf all the time. And there was like the shack that sold fish tacos right by the beach. And so me and my friend who plays my little brother on the show, his name's Malachi, we would go and surf together and get fish tacos every time we went surfing. Oh, sounds like a dream, right? It does sound like a dream. We were talking about it before and I was like, I wonder if it's going to be the avocado because I feel like it's quite a sophisticated choice. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like avocado though. That would be, I normally get avocado on my fish taco. Oh, oh. Well, that was a game changer. It's given me a good option for when I go to Texas next. Fish and avo yeah. taco. Yeah. Oh, what a life as well. Filming Disney, surfing, eating tacos. Sounds like a dream. <laughs> yeah, I know. Excited. <laughs> That's me, Amy. You know, just your average girl. This is my brother, Jake. He has some strong qualities. 
Well, I also have a younger brother, Colby. What up, fam? He's going through... Okay, but my parents... This is how we're going to spend our weekends. This is what ordinary families do. They're shockingly typical. <laughs> For the Maddens. Just your normal, wholesome, good family. Aside from wanting to take over the world, just like everybody else... We're just trying to fit in, and it's totally working. Right? Everyone just act normal! Now, of course, you have to hide your superpowers. Yeah. Uh, in in the series so we would like to give you some superpowers and we want to know how you think you would hide them (gasps) okay so we have this a very sophisticated bowl right here lovely white bowl there you go very classy (laughs) yes put this in front of you just here and this is what you would do as well personally not the character is in actually you yeah actually me so this is how i would hide whatever superpower i get okay um let me see Every time you laugh, everything you touch turns to chocolate. So it's kind of like a superpower, but it's also really great because you can eat it. Well, that's amazing. But how'd you hide that? Okay. Every time I laugh, everything I touch turns to chocolate. I would go... Oh, I know what I would do. I would go to... Well, I would say that I would go to a chocolate fountain probably and lean next to it (gasps) constantly. So that, I mean, I'm touching something that's already chocolate. Oh my no gosh, that's a really good know. idea. Yeah, I didn't think you'd answer like that. That's a, <laughs> that's a great idea. That's the best idea ever. I came up with all these things in my head of like ways to stop myself laughing. But I love that you're like, no, I will laugh. Yeah. And no one will know. There's no way I can't not laugh. I was like, well, I could think of ways to not laugh, but that's really hard. And I don't think that I'd be very good at that because I laugh pretty much every five seconds. I laugh when I speak. So I love it. I, I went to it. option B. <laughs> Right, That's so the, brilliant. The first one you've got sorted. They might get a little bit harder on the next mm, one. Yeah. Okay. This may be harder to hide. Okay. If you could fly. What's so it like I'm constantly flying? Well, no, you have the ability to fly, but like how would you hide the fact you're flying? How would I hide the fact I'm flying? So if you needed to fly, Ooh. how can people like not see that you're flying? That's a really good one. And this has to be a me answer. Mm. So I can't involve magic. So like right now, you finish and you think, I want to fly home. But how do you hate that? Oh, okay, wait. I would get... Okay, I know what I would do. I would get a... You know one of those old-fashioned things that they used to... Like, you know, you see it in, like, drawings where they've got, like, the wings and they hold on to it on either uh, side. What is that called? Uh, well, like, the sport where they hold on. Or, no, like, they kind of turn into a kite. Like, you look like a flying squirrel. Yes. Those things. I would get one of those. I wouldn't actually be using it, but I would just be <laughs> flying. So somebody would think you're using it, but you're actually just flying. Yeah. So disguise. That's like what we'd probably it. say for that one. Disguise. Disguise. I was thinking flying at night. Oh, that's smarter than what I just said. <laughs> But then there's not really much to do at 1am. So it's kind of like during the day, you want to be flying around. I like this. Good idea. I like that. The skies. And then you can do it whenever you like then. For sure. Okay. Next one. Let's see. Okay. Knowing everything in the world. You'd have to ask my dad about that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, how would I hide that? So I'm. Uh, when we say knowing it's everything, so it could be any maths question. Anybody asks you about a location, Ooh. you know absolutely everything. Yeah, that's easy. Just wear glasses, and no one will question it. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I don't know. I would. Ooh, that's really hard. It would be so tempting, wouldn't it? Because if someone told you something, you'd be thinking, that's not right. That's not right. 
And you'd have to also sometimes be wrong, maybe, to try and hide it. But how yeah. would you do it? How would you hide that power? It's a good power. It's a power I'd like. I would. Oh, 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 okay. I would carry around like a bunch of books constantly with me so that I would pretend that I'm like looking through these books to find the answer to what you're talking about. But actually, I already know it. Oh, I would pause for like a really long amount of time before answering too. I feel like you'd have your acting skills helping you out there yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like no one would know. You'd just be frantically looking through these books. Yeah, but- I like it. I think my highlight's the first one though. That chocolate, that's genius with the chocolate fountain. <laughs> that is absolute genius. It is. I would never have thought of that ever. It's brilliant. So obviously we're going back to the series now. So Amy has the normal side of Amy, but then also has the super villain side, mm-hmm. right? So things change for Amy. Yes. So Amy has to try and act normal, but has this darker side. Yes. And right? I think I think that the cool thing about it is, is that on a lot of shows, it's like they're a normal kid who gets a superpower and then they're trying to hide it. On this show, it's that her normal is being evil and having this superpower. So the disguise for her is actually the normal person. And I think that it was really fun to play with that. I mean... You even see it in her costume. I mean, she learns how to dress. She learns how to look normal, but not too normal. You know, normal for her. So normal for her still stands out because she's a super bold person. I mean, she's never going to look like everyone else or act like everyone else. But she's also not very good at hiding it. I mean, if you're if you're talking about being good at hiding who you are, there's so many. I mean, literally every episode almost, she almost gives it away. She's so bad at controlling, you know, her emotions and controlling you know how loud she is because that's literally her power it's gotta be tough though right oh it gotta be so tough i couldn't imagine trying to hide yourself every single day i know i mean well it's like it's like when you get too excited in a conversation and you start speaking really loudly and everyone's like you have to be quiet because of something that's so hard that's like how she is every single day talking for her in any situation is probably like that so it was really fun to play with she's always on edge she's always you know, she's always just, you can tell in every scene, she's always the person who's about to make a mistake. But I think that that was kind of the fun part about playing her, for sure. I feel like I can relate to that. I feel like I'm always the person that's about to make a mistake. I know, I feel like that too. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, oh no, I've done it again. I've said something I, I shouldn't know. have. Um, now we kind of want to know your opinion on whether this is a hero or villain move. So we're going to give you a few scenarios and you're going to tell us if you think it's a hero move or a villain move. Because I okay. feel like you'd know the best. Absolutely. Like kind of Amy move or, well, an Amy move or a Havoc move. Okay. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So the first one is eating the last donut in the house. Is it a hero move or a villain move? I mean... There's two sides to this. There's got, two sides. You've got to look at both sides of this here. <laughs> You're making it sound so intense. Yeah, it it's is a very deep philosophical <laughs> yes. question. Absolutely, because if you eat the donut, you know, you're saving the pounds for your dad, right? He doesn't need the last donut. Yeah, I think that it's a hero. I think it's definitely more of an Amy move. I think that for me to think it was a villain move, she would have to eat all of the donuts. Yeah. Not just the last one. Right. but the That's lo- a villain move. The last one, though. I know, but maybe they've all already had one. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I like it. Maybe I like it's it. her fair share. <laughs> yes. Okay. Or maybe it's just a case of, hey, I'm here. It's the last one. I know. I've, I've learned playing this character. I try and justify literally everything that she does, no matter how bad it is. 
<laughs> okay, we've got one more. Uh, completing your homework on time. Hero or villain move? Hmm. Well, that's it. Has to be a hero move. Uh, but then again, I mean, I mean, I'm saying that from the perspective of someone whose character never does homework at all. <laughs> I mean, she literally doesn't do any of it. She she barely goes to school. There's a line in the show about how she comes back with a report card and she says, "Apparently, you're not allowed to miss 38 days straight of school in a row." <laughs> they should have told me that. So, I mean, she's setting the bar pretty low. I would say that's a hero move. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely a hero move, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, doing your homework on time is probably a good thing. It is probably a good thing, for sure. And I think this last one's going to be controversial for Mm. some of our listeners as well, for sure. Is putting your chocolate in the fridge a hero move or a villain move? That is a villain move. (laughs) What? I'm sorry. No, it was going so well. I'm sorry. That's a villain move. So you put your chocolate in the cupboard? Yes. Oh. Because otherwise, because otherwise, when you cut it, like to make pancakes or if you're about to eat it, then it's like so tough and cold. You don't have any of the nice gooiness. But when Not you, completely gooey, but you know. Yeah. yeah, but like when you get that bit of chocolate out of the fridge and it's cold and it's just, oh, it's so good. And then you have the water to wash it down. I think it's a hero move. You wash your chocolate down with water? Yeah, just after it. <laughs> no, anyway. you're losing the tasty. I'm actually even further the other way. I heat mine up. You heat your chocolate up. I yes. heat, okay, so I don't heat my chocolate up, but if I have anything with chocolate in it, like let's say it's a cookie. So I love to bake, so I'll always make cookies. Everyone else in my house eats the cookies like room temperature. I can't do that. I have to put them, I have to heat them up. I agree. Like they need to be gooey. They need to, the chocolate needs to be melting. If ever you come back on to stream it, cookies. Okay, yeah. I will. Next time I will bring cookies. I Excellent. promise. Excellent. That is a hero move. That, that is, is a hero, hero move. move. Yeah. Uh, so Isabella, we have a question from a listener. He's called Ollie. He's actually here right now. Hey, Ollie. Hi. Have you got your question for Isabella? Yeah. Go ahead. What's the most evil thing you've done in the character? And what's the most evil thing you've done in real life? <gasps> That's like one of the best questions I've ever been asked. Okay. The most evil thing I've done as the character, without giving it away, it's pretty bad. I mean, I, I, I mean, I... I destroy someone in the series. No. At one point. Des- destroy? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Destroy forever. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, Ollie, yep. oh, you're getting the juicy details here. Yeah, I can't yeah. say who, though, because otherwise that would be very bad. But um, but the most evil thing I've done in real life, oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. I have one thing that I used to do that was pretty bad. When I was about your, how old are you? Ten. Okay, yeah, when I was your age, I used to forge book reports in the girls' toilets. Oh. <laughs> like, for people who didn't get their signature from their parents, I would just forge their signature. No. <laughs> That's really bad, though. Don't do that, guys. <laughs> no. I was really, really worried about what you was going to say. And oh, I you think that I did something, that. like, really awful? No, imagine I was like... <laughs> that is pretty bad, though, isn't it, Ollie? Yeah. Do you reckon you'd ever do that, Ollie? No. No, see, He's that's better good. than I was. <laughs> also, mum's watching, right? Yeah. Yeah, so even <laughs> if you do do it, you can't say. Yeah, he can't confess too much. Yeah. Ollie, thank you so much for coming on. Was that fun? Yeah. And you've been on Stream It as well. Mm-hmm. Just say hello quick. Hello. There we go. Isabella, thank you so much for stopping by as well and having a chat. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Ezzy. I absolutely loved that interview, Connor. Oh, excellent person and so great to have her in the studio too. Yeah, and I do reckon that the um, chocolate fridge debate will go on for the rest of time. 
I'm sorry, but chocolate has to be in the fridge, washed down with some water. No, 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 Connor. Listen, we don't have enough time for this. Should we take some time right now to have a little look forward? I reckon we should. This is, of course, my favourite part of the pods because it's where we give you our top five recommendations of all the fun things that you should be watching this week. The Look Forward. Five. Luck. Sam Greenfield, the unluckiest person in the world, suddenly finds herself in the never-before-seen land of, well, luck. She must unite with the magical creatures there to turn her luck around. This movie is available to watch on Apple TV Plus from August 5th. Four. Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. Looking for a much-needed break, Finn arranges a surprise vacation for all of his friends, Ray, Poe, Rose, Chewie... BBA R2D2. You gotta say it like that, don't you? And C3PO. However, Finn's plan to have one last hurrah together quickly goes wrong. You can watch Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation on Disney Plus from the 5th of August. Three. Rabbit Invasion Special Mission to Mars. They could have sent robots. Instead, they sent rabbits. Join this unlikely team on a madcap mission to Mars where absolutely nothing goes as planned. Watch this super silly and super fun movie right now. It's available on Netflix. Two. Middlemost Post. When a reformed rain cloud teams up with a shipwrecked sea postman and a magic walrus, the three form the Middlemost Post. The wackiest and most lovable postal service on Mount Middlemost. Now you can catch this hilarious series on Paramount Plus right now. One. Nico and the Sword of Light. Nico is the last of his kind in a strange world, and he embarks on an epic quest to bring light back to his land. With his magic sword, Nico journeys to the cursed volcano, making friends and, of course, enemies while uncovering secrets about his strange past. Watch the series that is full of so much fun stuff on Amazon Prime right now. And now, Connor, it's time for the return of the kids review and i have heard that this week it is a really good one yeah i'm very excited actually we've heard very good things it is of course your chance to be the star of the show you can come onto the pod and tell us all about your favorite movie and why you love it so much yes it's just something that you have watched that you really really love and we just want to know about it so that we can go and well watch it stream it right oh there you go (laughs) super easy to get involved just head over to funkidslife.com forward slash stream it tap that big red button to record your review and boom you could be on the pod and that's exactly what pedro did and now here he is reviewing minions the rise of Gru. i'm so excited for this obviously you heard a few weeks back when i said how much i love minions i'm looking to save up for a life-size minion right now Let's see what Pedro thought of it. In today's Stream It, you are listening to Pedro Newsman, and I'm reviewing for you the best film I've seen in the cinema this year, Minions Rise of Gru, which I have scored a 7 out of 10. A sequel of the Minions franchise, set in the fresh vibe of the 1970s, Gru, who is still voiced by Steve Carell, is growing up in the suburbs and is a big fan of a supervillain group known as the vicious six together with his crew of minions kevin stewart bob and a new character otto who wears braces plan to join the vicious six and soon embark on their first missions to impress 
Gru uses his smarts, and soon they become at the odds with the group and suddenly find themselves the mortal enemy of the apex of evil. I loved the silliness of the comedy and the fact that the film keeps you laughing. The plot twist was so unpredictable, and I think it's really important that a film keeps you guessing along the way. If you like any of the Despicable Me films, then you will love this latest installment because it shows in the background of how Gru became the supervillain he is and the fun and risky situations Gru and his minions went through. I would really have liked to have seen Gru's teenage period, which I feel like is not covered in the film very much. But maybe it's about maybe it's because I'm about to be 13. Who knows? I'm not planning to rob a bank anytime soon. My favorite part was when the minions learned kung fu and learned to channel their inner beast. Something that we could all do with knowing how to do. Thanks for listening. This was Pedro Newsman. Thank you so, so much, Pedro. What do you reckon of that, Connor? Well, the team were right. He was amazing. So good. I mean, are we out of a job? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Minions Rise of Gru as well. Pedro just sold it in every way you need to go and watch it, right? It is a brilliant film, though, isn't it? It sure is. And remember, it's so, so easy to get your review on Stream It. All you have to do is head on over to funkidslive.com forward slash stream it. The big red button, that's right. Tap that and record your review. Yeah, the big red button. Right, before we go, Robin, have you got the answer to my question? Oh, no, I just got too much into the pod. I wasn't even thinking. You're sitting there thinking about how Pedro is. You're like, oh, no, I think I've lost my job. You forgot about the question. I did forget about the question. What was it again? What colour is the Lorax? Okay, I'm going to go out on a whim here. I'll be honest, I have no idea. Do you even know what it's from? Yeah, the, the film. What film? Yeah, the Dr. Zeus film. Right, that's it. What colour? So, Dr. Zeus, I'm going to go for... Oh, oh, I just want a little, little hint. Uh, okay. You, you can make the colour by mixing two colours. That's Maybe, <laughs> maybe that helps. That's not a hint. Just take a guess. <laughs> just go for it. Okay. Uh, purple. No. But you can mix red and blue, right? To make I've, purple. I think I've just realised that you can mix most colours and make other colours. <laughs> One other guess. Red. It's orange. Oh, of course it's orange. Which you mix red and yellow, right? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We've just been told by producer Paul it's a yes. Okay, right. <laughs> well, that is it for this week's stream. We'll be back with another episode next Tuesday. And hey, if you are loving the podcast as much as we clearly are, then why not give us five stars, write a little review, telling us what your favourite film is and why you love it so much. It's been Fun Kids Stream It. We've been Connor and Robin and we're presenters at Fun Kids, a children's radio station from the UK. Bye. See you later.